Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I want to I want to welcome back. First of all, I want to welcome Avram Fisher back to Yeshiva. Welcome, Avram. I want to talk about Avram's father, Rabbi Fisher, for a few minutes. I'd like to talk about something on my mind. I'm curious what the Hebra thinks. I don't know. The, t- the tape is playing. You'll decide. I don't know. Maybe it's just for the Hebra here and we just won't send it out. But I want to share some thoughts about Ray Fisher right now. I want to welcome this somebody who's a childhood friend. We grew and learned together and hung out together, had Einik Shabbases together. We're very, very close friends for many, many years. Somebody who's a tremendous lover of Torah all the years, has an Abbas at Torah, a learner of Torah, a teacher of Torah. He gives a Dafyaymi. I've watched, I've watched Shlomo, anybody who's in Yeshiva has watched Shlomo Greenwald Steiging. And I've seen from afar, I'm not zeichet to be in touch on a daily or consistent basis with Rav Hanan, though I'm always tempted. We grew up together and I like rebanding. I love when he comes. But I've watched a tremendous, tremendous aliyah. Youngsters at 15, 16, 17, it's very normal to grow. Often what happens to people, unfortunately, is people get in certain patterns and they stop when a young guy is very open to change, to add, to grow, and people get stuck in patterns and become old. I daven and pray that I want to stay young. I told you the chat from the Baal Shem that we ask Hashem, don't throw me le'ezik, and I don't want to be old. And I want to live old and long years, but to stay young. And when I consider young as people willing to change and grow, a young person in the tire is called the tzmeya, somebody who's thirsty, who wants something, who feels, I want more. I, I'm zaycha to speak to guys all day, and most of what guys are saying is, I want more. I don't even think they have that. It's just that's so beautiful. Like, forget, forget. I want more. I want to like tell me more of that because I want to feel that. I want to be in touch. A person has tremendous smeya, tremendous thirst. An old person has it also. It's just harder to be in touch with that want. We learn to fill it up with all different other things, and we lose that voice. It's there as much by an old person as young because the soul doesn't disappear. We just learn tricks to tune out our soul. To see a person as they're going on adding and growing and developing, that's much more rare. And I say in Rav Hanan, I told Shlomo this, we were discussing this about his father, that it's inspirational to see somebody still very young. He looks like he's 15, but he's more like my age, 27. And, and to see somebody who's, 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 who grows even at, I don't want to say old because we're young, but to continue to grow even with a family, with children, to continue being a growing person and an adding person, picking up new things, I think that's remarkably, remarkably cool. So I want to welcome Reb Hanan from a distance. Thank you for the inspiration. I want to talk about what Ray Fisher has done. It's our friends. I'm speaking publicly about it. it I'm sharing my thoughts. And I, I think it, there have been many, many guys who are asking Shilas about being in Eretz Yisrael, in America. And, and each person, it's person by person. I certainly, the, 
big people have Paskin that Eretz Yisrael and the Pashtos of Yerushalayim is not a Mokim Sakana. There are halachas to go in a Mokim Sakana. I don't think right now Yerushalayim is a Mokim Sakana. I actually would say, you know, if everything's equal, a guy's learning well, should keep steiging there. Do not judge anybody who came back. They're all different factors and reasons, and everybody's their own cheshben. I know friends who are here who I'm blown away by their courage because they had reasons. It might be a parent's anxiety and a parent can't sleep, they should be here. It might be their own anxiety and the more steiging and better as they should be here, it might be cheshbonus to be home for all different factors. So I always, I don't say what the courageous thing, there are guys in America, it's very courageous because it's like embarrassing. You're not in yeshiva, well, you're afraid. Well, you know, this is where I chose to steig. Each person, it's a personal decision, and you can't give like a global psak. It's person by person. We are a person. I'm not. I'm never. It, I'm never into following crowds. You go where your place of steiging, and it's called yachid v'yachid makes a decision. So, and there are so many factors and reasons and all different things to take into account. You can't give like a psak for the rabbin. Mm-hmm. In this case, I certainly see you can't. I don't see how there. If you could ask, is is Yerushalayim called the Makim Sakana? That big people at Paskin that it's not. I've heard big people. The Pashta is not a Makim Sakana. So one certainly has every right to be there to stay to Yerushalayim. And then person by person makes cheshbonus. What I want to observe is when people come and ask personal decisions, what should I do? It's like a big achrayis. Telling anybody to go here, to go there, is a very, very big achrayis. And a hard achrayis to take responsibility for, to tell somebody. I'm, I don't, I'm not sushtelling this to bring out for the dramatic effect because Be'ez HaShem, they're going to be, we're just davening and I'll call Tzara Shaloi things are going to be good. Be'ez HaShem, Be'ez HaShem, we need a daven for each soldier, for each Yid in Eretz for each Yid in Chutzlar, for each Yid everywhere and we're ca- confident that HaShem's going to protect so I'm not sushtelling this for any comparison other than the difficulty of telling people where to go. In the Holocaust time, and we're not in that time, Be'ez HaShem and B'siyat Nishmaya, there's good things, Be'ez HaShem, we're a, a, a difficult matzah, but things will be good, Be'ez HaShem. In those difficult times, people went to Rabbanim and Rebbeim, and a lot of shaylas were asked, and from the most complicated shaylas in the world, of people who wanted to go to America, and Rabbanim felt America was bad for their frumkite, and they're all different historical, serious things that went on, and serious questions. This Rav told all his chassidim to do this, and all his tell to do that, and what happened, and what... There are a lot of complicated... In all our lives, never guarantee what you can't guarantee. People will ask, people will ask for a bracha. I've been asked for a bracha as any yid. You and I have the power of bracha. We all, a yid has the power of bracha. That's open. It says, Lech Lecha, last week's parasha, the, the Pasuk says, those that bench Avram will get benched. And... Taisva says that refers, when it says to bench Avram gets you benched, is to bench any Yid. And we all have the power of giving brachas. We give brachas all the time. A good in Shabbos is a bracha. 
I got in Shabbos. It's a bracha. We say it with Shabbos. Think what you're saying. I got in Shabbos. So think it. The guy should have a happy Shabbos. He should feel good. Should enjoy his chalant. He should enjoy his friendships. He should have an anxious free Shabbos. I got in Shabbos. We give brachas all the time. Mazel tov. At every simch is a bracha. Mazel tov. Should have good mazel. Should be givenched with good mazel. So we're giving brachas all the time. And we all have the power of a bracha. If it's weird that we have the power of a bracha, that's a lot to be misbinding. Why does Hashem give us a power to give out blessings? Who are we that we give out blessings? It's a good question. But we have the power of blessing. Me and you have the power. A yid's invested with the power of blessing people. That's, that's the fact. People say things they don't have. Even guys in yeshiva will talk about an ayin hara. Ayin Hara, it's an Ayin Hara. Should I do that? It's an Ayin Hara. An Ayin Hara means that somebody else can look at me and think bad, and it causes bad to me, and that's true. We're capable of Ayin Ra, Ayin Taiv. We have a lot more power than we know. We have a lot of power of giving brachas and being mevarach. And a bracha certainly is very, very powerful. There's something people go to G'daylem, and tzaddikim have a, are invested, kaihanim have an extra power of bracha, and there's certainly different powers, different strengths for sure. And kaihanim specifically are invested, kaisivarchu espenei Yisrael, they have a mitzvah d'araisa, benching it, tzaddikim have the... So a yid certainly invested with the power of a, with, with a bracha, and could could give a bracha to somebody. People will randomly say, guarantee it. Give me a guarantee. And there were tzaddikim who gave guarantees. They were connected to big places. Don't guarantee what you can't guarantee. Don't say things. There were tzaddikim and gedolim. I don't even know what it means. They had such a power, such a kayach. They gave what's called haftachas, like promises. I don't know exactly what that means. But if, if you don't, if you don't know or understand or are connected to that power, don't do what you don't can't do. Don't do what you can't do. Don't promise what you can't promise. You have to be an honest person of what you can promise. And in general, when people ask what they should do, the weight of the question is, are you supposed to tell them? Could you even tell them? People make decisions. They're, they're all different complicated things. So you have a right to give advice what you see. My sense, when guys ask, again, I'm not talking about a guy as a reason to be in America, a reason to be in Eretz Yisrael. I'm, talking about, I'm, I'm not talking about, there were cases where people came back for a wife, for a mother, for their own anxiety. It was absolutely, it was pashat. Tvarim them. they did the right thing. There are cases of guys who stayed. They're learning shtark. They ask, I was called, do I have a right to stay? All different types of shailas. If everything was equal, and guys, Somebody asks, what should I do? Should I go here or go there? I don't know. You can't, what, what are you going to tell a person where he should be? Where, it's not, who, who, who gave you the right to tell a person where they could be? What I feel a lot of times you could say, I, I, I've said this in yeshiva and dorm counselors, that go doesn't work, come works. To me, I see the power of somebody's in Yerushalayim and says, stay in the yeshiva, don't leave. Only be here. We're together here. Not that they can guarantee anything, but I felt there's a side. Maisha and I spoke about it. Maisha and I, we feel this way. There's a certain right. 
We're learning together. Don't budge. Like almost as almost coming close to answering, guys. It didn't go as I felt, but I felt there was a certain right. Somebody, you're in it with me. We're going to learn together and grow together. Don't leave the door. I felt well, was it wasn't right for somebody from far to say it to somebody else because I'm saying go, he's saying come. I saw a kayach and see a kayach and I'm misfollow. I have to feel as that yeshiva, every single bacher in that building should steig and grow and be safe, berochdi in every which way in the world. And I watch Rosh Hashiva, I'm nishtaimim, from Rosh Hashiva. In any way he could take Achrayas, he has a tremendous ava for his guys, a want for their growth. And, and to have, I see a guts and a courage, he knows what I know. He knows it's hard to guarantee anything, anywhere, wherever a guy is. But the sense you have a right to say, stay here, stay in this building. Stay, just stay in this building, I'm telling you. Now, could we promise, could we guarantee anything? Only the Rabbi Shalom knows. But not, we don't have that kayach of Havtachas, nothing. I felt a certain right, a certain, to me it feels, it feels right, it looks right, and I'm moved by it. By Yerushashiva, who told all his Talmidim, who tells his Talmidim, stay with me. And together, there's a certain security he's lending. Now, I'm not, there's still Bacham individual, maybe should leave, I'm not shaming anybody who left. And there were Cheshbonis, and by, and by uh, Yechidim, the Tzidkus was to leave. You don't know what somebody's Tzidkus is for their own anxieties, for their wife, for their parents. I'm not... What I'm speaking about specifically is what to watch a yid. I see Avram came, I started crying. I cried, I'm excited to see him, but I also saw his father. He stayed with his father for weeks. When I saw him, I, had, I sat down, I had to sit down. With Avram, I felt so moved. He stayed and sat with his father and to watch a yid tell his Talmidim, huddle up, we're staying here. And gather them and encourage them and learn with them. And I'm hearing what's going on in the yeshiva. I'm very, very moved. What his father did and the whole the, the whole Aveda that he's taken on in the yeshiva. I'm very, very moved. I want to say here that in our yeshiva, I want to get back. I'm moved by it. I'm tremendously moved. I want to say to the chevra that... I'm trying to be careful. I don't want as a yeshiva tell everybody what they're avoiding. Even to make an intensity, there's needs of guys in the yeshiva. There's a big range of people here. And it's, it's on our minds as a people, collective, as individuals. It's on our minds what's going on by Achenu Bnei Yisrael. Especially the soldiers are sitting in Gaza today and under threat and, and, and trying to get out the hostages. It's on our minds. It's on our minds. We're saying the Tillamy after each tefillah. And I call on each individual in their way, in their unique way, on us all. I call on me and you in each of our own avayda, whether it's acts of kindness, whether it's the main areas of chizuk should be ben adam I'm convinced of that. Uniting with Yidin. So if it's making up with somebody, if it's being a better, better to your siblings, that's the main people like going all far out. We love doing that. The best is to your brother and your sister. The best is to your mother and grandmother, your aunt, your, your, your nephew. The best is close to home. That's hakarav is karav. Make chizukim. I say, that's what it looks like to me. The chizuk, that's what it looks like Kla Yisrael's doing. The chizukim in Shabbos. 
We spoke about Shabbos Kodesh. We're very pointed to Shabbos. The attack took place on Shabbos Kodesh. This year, everything's pointing to Shabbos. Because we didn't blow Shaifer. Instead, we had Shabbos Kodesh. We didn't shake the Lulav. Instead, we had Shabbos Kodesh. So we didn't blow the Shaifer, the Darais of Shaifer. There wasn't. There was a Darabanan of Shaifer. The second day, we didn't have a Darais of Lulav. The second day is Darabanan. So we didn't, have, instead of Lulav Shabbos, instead of Shaifer Shabbos, attacked on Shabbos, we've been pointed to Shabbos. And to make, maybe for one, each one it means an individual thing, even that. To strengthen our connection to Shabbos. To tr- we're a people of Shabbos Kodesh. And I see Avram, I want to make a chizik in yeshiva. Tomorrow night, Alel Shishi, and specifically I wanted our chizik to be Achtos and Shabbos, we're going to have a Leil Shishi, the, the biggest one. I asked the Rebbeim to come. I asked all the Rebbeim, I want them here. I ask everybody to join. Tomorrow night, we're going to have a crazy Leil Shishi. I want to sing together, say Tillim together, learn together. We'll break up the Rebbeim. We'll say Shiurim in the middle of the Leil Shishi. We'll eat and enjoy. I want the Achtos, the Tefillah, and Leil Shishi greeting, gearing up for Shabbos Kodesh. So I asked all the Rebbeim to come. They're all going to try to come, Be'ezer Hashem. I want the Chevri here, and we'll have a Leil Shishi specific. Specific the Chizuk in this Matzav of Achtos. Another Yid reaching out, uniting more. And Shabbos Kodesh, that's the Zivug of a Yid, is Shabbos. It's our Shedach, Shabbos Kodesh. I have seen in the yeshivas a very natural, things are not forced. I'm watching Klal Yisrael move to Shabbos Kodesh. The last night of the year, guys spoke freely and openly. The amount of guys that spoke about a specific attachment to Shabbos, we're seeing something. I thank the Lerfeld Mishpacha sent that beautiful picture in the, in the next room on Ka'ech They were here for Shabbos. They were incredibly moved by the Shabbos. They're amazing people who tapped in, who are big enough. Rabbi, Rabbi Levitan spoke yesterday to people who have good eyes. He spoke about Rebbes who were able to see Yidden and see light. Ruchni stick of you. And he spoke about it a little bit yesterday, Levitan, that there's some people who are blind, some people who could see, and some can't see. It was funny. Last year, two beautiful Bachrun came for Shabbos together, two friends. They both asked me to meet Maitse Shabbos. And one guy like, couldn't breathe what he saw. And one guy was like, what's here? I didn't say anything. I was just interesting. Okay. Interesting. Sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta, acquire certain things to acquire certain eyesight. It was interesting. Two people saw the same thing. I've seen this in my life many times. It says, Ure betov Yerushalayim. See the goodness Yerushalayim. Somebody can go and like, I don't know, the pizza's not so great here. Okay. Okay. Everybody is gifted with different eyes and different capacities and depending where we're holding, what we're doing is what we're zayche to see. That's just, the Lerfels have big eyes. They're big people. They came for Shabbos they saw, they saw, they sent a beautiful picture, and it was of the Ka'ech Saif that we sing on Leil Shabbos, that, that we were Zeicher. Zelig brought to the yeshiva, Zelig gets the credit, he brought the Ka'ech Saif, but I'm seeing not just the song being sung, I'm seeing by our generation a tremendous kisufim for Shabbos, like a craving for Shabbos, to connect, to band, to be, to sing more. Somebody came, a youngster came to my shul this past Friday night. They put him up to Dab Thumb, and it was like he was shot out of a cannon. 
This guy got up. He did he, a nice voice. You know his voice. Geschmack. He sings. He likes singing. He he, nobody will call him Mordechai Ben David. He was like shot out of a cannon. Rev Ezi, after he finished davening, like bear hugged him. But Rev Ezi, the whole shul was, he was, the whole shul wanted. Rev Ezi has the shliach tzibur. The guy came and banged out a davening, singing things we never sing. But it was just, like, he, just the youngster of today who wants Shabbos Kodesh, who's excited by Shabbos. He had the whole shul. It was just, like Russ was there, it was, how beautiful. <laughs> There's, the whole shul was Mo'ira. There's a tremendous kisufen for Shabbos Kodesh today. So I wanted to call the Hever. I see Avram. I appreciate, I'm thankful you're back. I'm thinking a lot of the Tata. What is yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of what the Tata rallying the troops. We're all very moved by soldiers right now, and we're moved by people who are present to the situation. The picture of me of somebody who's present to the situation is Rabbi Fisher. I picture soldiers, I picture some of our friends who were very comfortable doing other things, who took their arms. Josh Hyman was sitting in, was sitting in America, and he took his gun and went back to Eretz Yisrael to fight for, to fight for Am Yisrael, to be connected. Srili Schwartz was home. And he got back and went back to be with Kleisrael. They're not; These are smart people who know they're in a life-threatening situation. And they went back, they felt they're soldiers. So we have pictures of people standing up, being present to a situation. <coughs> One of the people, Avram, that moves me, your father is very present to the situation. I don't like pretend. I'm not talking about a pretend intensity. Okay, let me, I like when guys... <coughs> People are asking a lot of Shilas, is it appropriate I go eat out with my friends? 100%. 100%. It would be inappropriate not to eat out with your friends. I wouldn't do anything for anybody. I'm not talking about a couple asks that we want to go out for anniversary. Maybe we shouldn't. I tell them you're responsible to go out for your anniversary. It's important. They should go out together. Of course. What would, not going out. What, who, who did you help? You should go out together. Just make it much nicer this year. Much nicer, much nicer, because we're much more present. We appreciate life more. We're much more serious. I'm going to chasnas. I'm dancing much better, much. So I'm much more serious about the chasna. I went to Yeshua Frank's. I'm much more, I'm intense about it. Maybe like too intense. I like the chasna now. We dance with old friends. It was different. Johnny, we look at each other. There's a certain almost intensity about it. We're dancing with old friends. It's like Johnny kept saying loyalty. I don't think not in this situation that's how a wedding would have hit us. I don't think that's how we were like viewing weddings. Here he just felt loyalty. He kept saying loyalty, the loyal ones. Loyalty, the friendships. It's hitting us different because we're more present. So I'm not talking about a fake intensity. In your own life, what the things you sh- there are things you shouldn't do, by the way, all of us. They're excessive and we're, we're like losing focus. I wouldn't do things that take me out of... Lo- I wouldn't become not real right now. I would stay away from that. Excessive things. I'm not talking about that for sure. I'm talking about the thing itself. Simchas Torah was one of the best Simchas Torahs of my life. The best is a strange word because there was Sar. I mean, as a Simchas Torah terms, I, I removed some of the extras we do in Shul. We didn't do some of the frills. I did not bring a ladder into Shul. I loved the ladder. I was doing Simchas Torah, my own shticks, my own like funny stuff. I wasn't, that wasn't what I was thinking about this year. 
I was doing the thing itself. So we danced with the Torah, Geshmak. We were praying, Geshmak, Tzavi Yeshuas Yaakov. So of course, there's, there's things we wouldn't do now. It wouldn't be appropriate. That's, that's not what I'm doing right now. But that's, Thank you so much, Ravazi. But um, this, this, this idea of somebody who's present to our situation, I think all the specific things we do, you could be present to your situation. Being present, thinking what's going on, being part. I'm trying to avoid the extra like angst when all the decisions we make, how we view what's going to be, even if we eliminate Hamas, who comes in, how do we even get... All those things are, are anxiety places to be. They're healthy responses of being present that we're all trying to do. I wanted a I wanted a study. I wanted a study a little the beginning of Parshas Vayera, I run right to it. It's it's Yom Revi. Officially Yom Revi already is Shaykh to the Shabbos to the Shabbos that's coming. It has Shaykhis. That's Gemar and Gittin that Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, Ashayich L'Shabbos Sha'avar, Yom Revi'i Chamishian, Shishi Ashayich L'Shabbos Haba. So already it's Yom Revi'i. But I'm also excited to speak a little bit about Achnasus Archim, to talk a little bit, to begin Parshish Vayeir as the Sogi of Achnasus Archim. Rabram Avinu is welcoming guests. Achnasus Archim, Rev Levitan spoke yesterday, Avram Avinu, had a godly level of kindness that was like next league. He was a total kiyom of the Rabbani Shlom's chesed on earth and unleashed a godly type of kindness. An incredible kindness to the point we say Elokei Avram, we call Hashem the God of Avram because when Avram Avinu did chesed, oh, that's what Hashem is, that's what Hashem means, it evoked. If you don't see it, you couldn't even know what it is. There are certain things in our life, if we have no visual, if we have no experience of it, so how do you even know what it is? Hashem's love of us. How do you even know what it is? When somebody experienced Avram, like, oh, that's what Hashem feels to us. That's what kindness. And Avram unleashed the kindness deep in his soul, a kindness, a love of another human being. Avram Avinu unleashed. I want to talk about three, these are not cutesies, these are not, they're three like the beginning of Ayera, but these are, these are deep ideals that somehow we could tap into, I'd like to express three things that, that perhaps look small, but I think there's, there's a lot of depth here. The first thing is that the kindest Vayomer, the first word of Avram Avinu, his behavior is already Vayaretz, he runs to them. <laughs> That's a very important word, Vayaratz. If you look at the kindness of Avram, I want to read a whole bunch of words. It says, Vayaratz, he runs. And then it says, I'm going to read some more words, Vayimaher. So we have, he runs, Vayimaher, he rushes. He says to Sarah, Mari, quick, quick, let's go. Belabaka rots Avram, he runs to the Bakar. And he, by Yemaher and he rushes to do it. Five. So five times, it says in the activities of Avram, a lushen of energy, passion. There's fire here. Now, we're very used to a world of chitzonius meris apnimius. We're very used to, well, if you externally run, I want to explain that this, the Torah here is the pnimius itself. 
Avram Avinu was not running in order to create passion. He was running because he was tapped into something. When you are tapped in, you function with alacrity. When you are being yourself, you're fire. You function on fire. When you, when you nail yourself, you're flowing and you're, you're tapped. There's a way, there's a way even as being a father, when you're plugged into father, I watched, I was in Baltimore, and I watched Dovi Salzberg with his son. He was up with him three hours at night. I was with him and he was taking care of his son. He was, he was feeding him, making sure his stomach was comfortable over the shoulder, then feeding him more. When you're doing what you're designed to be doing, what's in you, what you were born to do, you're full of passion, you're on fire. The picture of somebody doing chesed is somebody's just fire. People are watching in Eretz Yisrael, people cooking for the soldiers and all the activities. When you watch, you know why there's so much energy to it? Because people are born to do that. Because we're meant for that. And when you plug into what you designed, you're flowing because you were just born for it. It, that, that's how it is when you nail the Nikoda and you're doing what you were born. In all the tafkidim of our, of our lives, when we plug into what we... I was made for this. When you do what you're made for, you're a tiger. The picture of Avram Avinu flying around is both... When you do chesed, you're supposed to be energetic. But remember, the outward the outward movements reflect, they also arouse. By the way, Danny, if a guy doesn't feel it, maybe he's very out of touch with his inner. So he could do outer things and he'll start like, hey, it's hachitsanius, the external of activities, align the Messiah it arouses and awakens the pnimius. Avram Avinu didn't need his Pneumius to be aroused and awakened. They were aroused and awakened. He was in touch with the godliness within. What happens is you see a man on fire. He's running five times the Torah. Every word is so careful. This is an old man who's running. He's wild. The man is wild. He's running, he's flying around. People are looking at this guy. It's not a normal thing. He's an old man who just had surgery. And you see him like totally unleashed. It's because he's, he's plugged into a deep place. He's flowing. What comes out is somebody who's just on fire, is moving, is going. He's, he's a beast. Vayaretz, that's all the language of the running of Avram. That's the first observation that I want to make in the chesed of Avram is you and I were born for kindness to another. We will see in our lives, specifically when we plug into the kindnesses that we were supposed to do, you will see a tremendous energy in your avayda. You'll be like flowing. and you'll, It's a big sign of some truth because you're plugged into who you are. You will have kaychas, you will have shocking strength, unusual strength. I think that's the deeper pshat Koyve Hashem, those that hope to Hashem, yachlifu koyach, get an exchange of power. I think the deeper shot is it's not just a gift. It's true, I want to like explain the mechanism. You could say a gift, well if you're very loyal to Hashem, see so gives you as a gift some power. I think you're plugging into God, we all have a piece of God in us. And when you're plugged into that place, you're fire. 
Chazal speak about old people who are Talmidei Chachamim, that they're vibrant in old age. I was zeichet to see Reb Miller in his 90s. The man was a young man. The energy, the, he was giving a lot of shiurim a week. I was zeichet to see him, the way he moved. He did not move like an old man. And the Pasuk says, Fruitful in old age. They'll be fresh and vigorous. Now, it is true, Matis, it's a gift. If you serve Hashem, so Hashem rewards somebody with energy. But I think the mechanism of the gift, there's, a, there's, a, there's something happening, is you're plugging into something. What you're plugging in doesn't get old. The soul stays. It is, Chazal described Moshe Rabbeinu that he didn't age at all. There was no infirmity of old age. The last day of Moshe, he was fired. He's plugged in. Our physical bodies definitely age. The soul doesn't age. The soul doesn't age. The soul is fire. The, when you're plugged into that place, there's massive energy. The picture Hashem wants us of Avram Avinu, when you picture his kindness, you have to see fire. You see somebody, and you could see certain people like they're living themselves. That guy, when a person's dug into their mission, their place, you're a fire. You could do this as a parent, you will get strength. People speak in books, it's written about parents lifting cars off their kids, doing crazy stuff. So you could say adrenaline, there's a physical, everything in this world reflects spiritual truths. Parents, that kid's under a car, a parent could lift up the car. You get kindness. My Rebbe was my ninth grade Rebbe who made a big impact in my life. He was on his way to, to Auschwitz with his mother and he, he she she pushed him out of a little hole that couldn't fit a human being off the train. You couldn't escape. He landed in a puddle. He revived. She jumped out. She got. He was. They both got off the train in in not ways that are humanly possible. When a person taps in, she was a mama. It's shy to tap into superhuman strength. You're tapping into something. There's a godliness in us that we can tap into. When we're living the missions that we're supposed to, you get strength that's not normal. When people have that sense of mission, of purpose, of tafkid, I'm describing watching Rav Fisher, what he's doing right now, it's like superhuman strength because he was born for this. The sense, I was born for this moment. I was born to do this. This is a tafkid. You're tapping in. When we picture Avram Avinu, you have to picture somebody who's doing... You'll read about the Avais. It speaks a lot about miracles. Yaakov Avinu comes and there's, a, there's like this... They're this huge rock boulder on top of the water, and nobody can get it off. It takes, like, shepherds are the strongest people. The picture of a shepherd, a very visual learner. I picture a guy very crusted. He's in the sun, dark. Dark, baked in the sun, a baked person. And I picture crazy muscles. Shepherds are outdoorsmen. They're strong and tough. I picture a lot of strength. That's why I picture a shepherd. What did you say? Yeah, the dark David Rosenthal. Precise. The picture of A.J. Saidi, who's fighting right now, he's a shepherd. A.J. Saidi is a shepherd. Shepherds are dark. The sun bakes them. 
and they're very chiseled, they're strong, they're a piece of muscle. It took many shepherds to lift the rack. Yaakov Avinu, one time Chacham comes and he flicks the rack like it's a battle cap. What's the entire picture? What are we supposed to picture? Let's say the Aves weren't super powered. What do you even see? What does Hashem want us to see? Why is that important to picture the Aves? You visually have super strength. <coughs> it's interesting. It's very interesting. People love stories of their rebellion that they did miraculous things. Why do we have to, like, we need Yaakov to be like, let's say he wasn't, let's say his Rebbe wasn't so strong. Let's say he wasn't Azar Giber. He walks up to the boulder and flicks it off. What is that? What the Torah, I believe, is showing us is that you could tap into places that are bigger than this world. To picture Avram Avinu, an old man who's like, he's running. People are looking. It's a mara. It's a sight. Like, what in the world's going on? What's going on is somebody tapped in to his soul. So you saw Yaakov Avinu flick it off. He's tapped into something deeper. He's tapped into something deeper. I was reading with my kids. We're reading together. Maishi and the family. We've been talking about the Ribnitzer. I want to make my way to Mansitis Kevin. I read about him. Now, in a way, the book's like all these miracles. So, what do I learn? Is a miracle worker? What's the person? I saw the main, the main stories that really moved me were in Russia. In Russia, he was a male. He was doing bris milas. You weren't, it, it was, it was high of Misa in Russia to do bris mila. He didn't give a flip, and he was going around Russia just doing milas, all around hundreds of bris milas. My picture of a man on a mission, superhuman, he was just crazy, just getting places, kvitsa saderech, flying around Russia. He was invisible. They came into his house. He told his wife not to worry. They can't see me. And he sat at the dining room table. They were looking for him. They couldn't see him. And he told his wife, they won't be able to see me. And they couldn't see him. I picture, so what is, I just picture a man on a mission. He was doing something. He was bigger. He was bigger. And you tap in to that, people who tap in to do what you're born for, get an exchange of power. You're different. You have a certain energy and a power. That's what the Torah is describing on the chesed of Avram. It was a chesed that's wild. He was tapped in. He's running. He's He's flowing, he's energetic, he's tapped into what he was born to do. That's the picture, the first thing I wanted to share. The Torah clearly saying something, and there are five words suggesting this type of overwhelming passion. And that, that was the picture of Avraham Avinu's Chesed, Ha'ara number one. Ha'ara number two, I want to say that you and I, are B'nai Avram, were born for kindness. We were meant for that. Now, what our kindness is, each to find our place of kindness, to find the places of expression, it always starts the closest to us. To our mishpachas is the first, but we're born for that. When we plug in for what we're born, we're fire and we're flowing. There are times we'll have to use the external flowing to be ma'ayr and to feel that internal place, but when we do tap in, we're flowing. Ha'ara number two is Avram Avinu's first words in this act of kindness. He says, Adonai, my masters. We're going to talk about Rashi's pshat, that he's talking to the guests. Now, he only said it to one of them. 
Adonai, he doesn't say my masters, he says my master. Legadol Shabem, in Derech Eretz, there was three angels, there was three guys. One of them looked like the main guy. So he spoke to the main guy who seemed to be representing the other two. And he said, my master. The Torah, every word is emes. And Avram Avinu said, my master, to somebody who looked like an Oyved Avodah It was an Arab who looked like an Oyved Avodah We get in a glimpse and Hashem records everything that's relevant for eternity. The Torah is not just relevant, the Torah is what exists always. And Avram's kindness in that word Adonai says a brand of kindness. There's a type of kindness that people pity people. And you know, you're, you have, he doesn't be nice to the Nebuch. That was not Avram Avinu's chesed. Avram Avinu's chesed is Adonai, my master. Ooh. Avram Avinu sees somebody and is honored to serve him. He respects, he appreciates, he feels, Shaykh, you can stay by me? People, a godel's coming, Shmuel Kamenetsky is coming to town. It's not a, who's going to be nice and host him? It's people bid for it. Who could pay, how much could you pay to have him? Aschos, Krayam, That was the brand of kindness of Avram. He understood what it means a human being. It's Elam Aleikim. And the first word in his chesed is Adonai, my master. And he says, Al So any chance your Evid could have you? These are not exaggerations. He called Evid. Now he was bigger than them and knew it. Avram Avinu was the. Avram and Maisha, the greatest people who ever lived, he knew he was bigger. So what, the answer is that he saw something. Each person has a unique mission, a unique beauty, a unique soul. And Avram Avinu saw the Tzalem Elohim and was kafuf, was humbled by it. He said, my master, he saw big people. He saw greatness. We are, we are given a glimpse into the kindness of Avram and what we're called, the type of kindness, to see bigness in people. So that was my second ha'ara, the brand of chesed of Avram Avinu. We are, we are, b'nei Avram, we have a brand of kindness. There's a kindness that's born from pity. I actually think it damages people. Damages people. Like the point, the nebuch, it damages. I'll tell you something interesting. In the sports in yeshiva, people would be shocked. Whatever is known as a place of kindness... In the yeshiva, do you know we don't, what, what, everybody should get equal playing time. and not, Be nice. I don't like that. I think it's bad for kids. A guy's a better player, plays more time on the team and leagues. I don't think it, that's how chesed works. Do you make people fake things? There's a way basketball works. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I know places that do it. I think it's secular kindness. I think it hurts people you're kind to. I respect the guy who plays three minutes. He's not, he's not one of the top guys. I don't think you do it. Chesed, are we equal? What are you talking? Chesed, are we equal? This guy's, this type of ball player, he gets the same covered. Certainly, he's, he does it and he gets to play and he's part of things. He's important too. Anybody knows that. But I think when we start, when a chesed of pity is very, very bad type of kindness... It doesn't do, if somebody would let my son hit a home run, you know, sometimes a kid is, is not bedass. So they let him hit a home run. That's chesed. If you do that to a healthy person, I think you hurt him. What, what, what do you do? Why do you let him hit a home run? He just got out. There's a, there's a chesed of respect to somebody and appreciation and a celebration of a person and a kindness of an honor to do, to help. 
that the chesed of pity hurts people. It, the nebuch, you know, we have to always bail them out. It teaches people their incapacities. I have seen people receive such kindness, and it just further teaches them I'm helpless and hopeless. Parents with their own kids could do damage. There are parents who over-worry about their kids, who baby their kids, and that's a chesed. There are people who do this by accident. They're almost like they want somebody humble to them. So you teach somebody how incapable, incapable you are, and you're doing a kindness, and that's not kindness. I've seen things like this, that it was just like a, a pity and a never. What are you doing? The kindness of respect is a different brand of kindness. The kindness of seeing somebody, a, human, a person you're blown away by, and it's your honor, your maybe you'll come for Shabbos. Maybe. It's a different, Avram Avinu's kindness, I picture this invite. There's, the Torah is not saying, is it, we, we get so used to the words, we stop like impressing us. Do you hear what Avram Avinu said? Is there any chance like your Evid could host you? That's the words he said. You know the Torah is Emes? He said, is that your Evid like once, you're a servant, that's, you understand, the Torah is teaching, that's what happened. It wasn't a cute shtick of Avra, that's how he viewed it. He viewed it like, I could have the chance, I pictured the, the words, the Torah, pshat. Avram Avinu says, there, there, there's, any, there's a possibility I could have you? That was the nature of the chesed of Avram. He was nishtoyming from people to the point that it was like, what well, everybody here would feel to host Yehuda Meris, you'd say, you come to me? It's interesting, Yehuda. I always tell, there was a guy in Yeshiva, there's a good story. There was a guy in Yeshiva who became a chassan. When a guy's a chassan, everybody wants to host the chassan akala. It's very shtadi in town, the chassan's here. So he said he ate by anybody who hosted him when he was a bachar. He said, when I was a bachar alone, nobody wanted to have me. He said that, see, so only went when he was a chasn, all, anybody hosted, all of a sudden he's a chasn, he's the, the chasn at Kalaite by us. He went where he, where, where he was wanted when he was an older bacher, old guy in Yeshiva. But Avram Avinu's attitude of chesed was an attitude of appreciating a human being. Is it shayach? I could have you. Now, I, to, 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 how do we get such a place is to be makar our own value and see it in others. This is the chesed of Avram. Somebody who had good eyes for others, who appreciated others. Of course, it's an avayda. It takes appreciating self. We have to see where our own beauty. Then we could see it in others and respect and as chos, as as chos to try. That's the that's the kindness of Abraham Avinu. That's our number two that I wanted to bring. That I wanted to say to the chaber. I want to say a third ha'ara that that is my own shot. That it's it's. I wasn't going to say it yet, but. Today I'm feeling something different. Avram Fisher came back, like unleashed something in me. So I want Avram, if you could ask your father, Avram, Maish, I'm curious what you think. I'm going to ask my son Maish. What I'm talking about is like it's like it's like hitting me, but I, but it's very beginning of something. Avram will ask his father, and Maish, you'll tell me what you think. My third thing I want to say is the parish starts the Achnasas Archim of Avram Avinu. He's doing kindness. Chesed of Avram, he's doing kindness. And the kindness specifically that Avram Avinu is doing is Achnasas Archim. The Gemara tells us in Chagiga that we used to have a Beis Hamigdash to be Mechaper for a person. 
Today we have no base Samigdash, what's been kaim them is karbanis. We have no karbanis, Babinasenu Arabim. So Bukaim Karbanis is the Shokhan Shaladam. Rashi says Achnasas Archim. Nasas Archim Karbanis, what shaykhis? Seems like so far, no shaykhis. So I always set up shat for years. I want to say something different today. Nice to see Alan. So I want to say this year, I want to say a new pshat. I want to say a new pshat in what shaykhis it has, hachnasas archim to a carbon. If you notice, we put salt on our chal at the table, and that's because I'll call karbanach attack with melech. On all karbanais, you're supposed to put salt, we put salt on our karbanis. What's pshat at the sholchan of a person? And Rashi says, achnasas archim is the karbanis of today. The purpose of a carbon is giving a gift is a scarvus tashem, is becoming close tashem. That's the purpose of a carbon. A scarvus tashem, becoming close. And you bring a carbon, the very word carbon means lekarev, to come close. We gift tashem, we kaviachal, feed tashem, and it's a, it's a care for us and tashem. Today we don't have carbonus, we have achnasis archim. I want to say that it, it occurred to me that Achnasas Archim is the deepest place we're unleashing Hashem Himself. Because we are all Archim in Hashem's world. And Hashem hosts us here and cares for us. And you're unleashing your deepest, your, the deepest places that you have. It's probably like, it's a deep prayer, Achnasas Archim. Prayer, the way I understand prayer increasingly, the Ishbitzer we say, is an unleashing of your godliness that's within, your own perspective, your own... And when we host the guest, you're mamish the most car of your being Hashem Himself. Because that's exactly, you're literally mirroring exactly what's happening when we host, when we host. You're, you're literally mirroring. Somebody came to a tzaddik in Yerushalayim and asked that they had a person renting from them and the person was struggling for the payments and they asked about throwing out this person. They went to a tzaddik in Yerushalayim, they wanted to throw out and the tzaddik started getting emotional, started getting choked up. The tzaddik, somebody went to a tzaddik Said I, I, I'm, I'm, somebody's renting a house for me. They're struggling with payment. Could I kick them out? You know, in America, it's very complicated laws. The laws. What's it called in America? What's it called? Eviction. What do you call it? Eviction is very complicated laws. The yeshiva had a family staying here, and lawyers couldn't get them out of the house. They weren't paying for like. What, what's that called? People live live without paying. Squatters. That's using squatters. Squatters, there, there were people squatting in the building. Their legalities in America eviction. What, the, what are you allowed to kick out? Not so. This guy went to a gadol, and he said, "Somebody's living in my house, not paying. Could I ask them to leave?" And the gadol started crying. Started crying, getting all emotional. That's such an emotional shadow. He thought he's feeling bad for the for that person. As if the god knows, you know, it's a big madrig. Feel bad, never. Somebody's in an apartment can't pay, and the Godel just said, "We're all guests by Hashem. We don't always pay on time." Now he wasn't making me feel. He just he was feeling the shadow. Just feeling. He was a very real person. We're all being hosted. We're all being hosted. 
We're all being hosted. And he was like feeling it. Hachnasas Archim in the deepest way when we're kind and taking care is the deepest prayer, is the deepest hakara of, of all of our situations. Hachnasas Archim is the deepest hakara of the truth of the world. Of there's an Adain and a Bailam that we're all graciously hosted by and taken care of. And, and, and I wanted to share that Hiskarvus Tashem of Hachnasas Archim. And I wanted to say it could be, that's why today, when we don't have karbanas to actively gift Hashem, so then the kirvis Hashem is being the most godly and the specific kindness of hosting people, of taking them in the most act, the imamish, being the Rabbi that's the skarvis of today, being exactly like Hashem. Welcome. I'm sorry? I want to at least say that you're unleashing the God, you're touching Hashem. That's, that's, that's mamish, what Hashem does and do, is doing, and you're, you're, you're unleashing that, that part in you. So I'm not, that, I hear what you're saying about the other Yid, what you're giving, because he's also in this message. I hear what you're saying. That's the way to feed Hashem. Interesting. 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 But this, this, this idea of the great, the great closeness to Hashem, Achnasas Archim, that your mamish doimet Hashem. I wanted to share that. It's we've said many, many times. We've learned this incredible Chazal that Avram Avinu says to Hashem, "Wait a minute." He says, "Avi says Hashem, wait a minute." Hashem's with him, and Avram says, "Wait a minute," and I'm going to go deal with my guest now. So Chazal say it's bigger greeting guests than than, than speaking to God. Rebezi is shocked. You're in the middle of talking to Hashem. You can't stop in the middle of talking to Hashem to do other things. But you can in the middle of talking to Hashem give a hug and a kiss to Hashem. And closer than talking to Hashem is being mamish, unleashing the godliness in us. You're mamish the most care of Hashem. Specifically, that a person takes their home brings people in, cares for people, is specifically that closeness. That was my third hour. Last hara, last hara, and then we'll have a mincha for those that need mincha, and second set will begin. My last hara, I want to say, is a lot of people, when you do chesed, we have to always keep in mind the needs of the one we're giving to. Sometimes it can become a little bit about us. Because especially because we're born to do kindness, so we could almost forget the receiver how they like it. People could, could stay, could, you know, they went to visit a chayla, are they making sure we're not there too long? People go to a Menachem Avel and they end up staying late at night and the Avelim want them out. You have to be careful that you're doing what the chayla needs. It's very, it's interesting to me in Eretz Yisrael, everybody's like, wants to give to the Yedin to figure out what I, how I could give in a healthy way. Making sure that I'm thinking about the receiver. So really, and be, especially because we're wired for chesed and we're fire and passion, but sometimes you can a little bit forget, like you're not focused in enough on the receiver that I'm doing it in a way. I'm very, very moved always. Avram Avinu says to them that you'll eat and then you'll leave. And then you'll leave. I love that. But he said, then you'll leave. He wants them. He's saying that I'm not going to forget. I know you're on the road. I'm excited to have you. Me, this is big. You will not be held captive. You'll stay at, you'll, you'll eat. I, I'll be such as chosmi, but I'm, I'm always going to be aware. I found you on the road. 
So clearly you're traveling afterwards you'll travel the extreme focus on the need of the guests that the Ches said as much as we're designed to give and we're fire when we give don't lose sight of the recipient that they're receiving it in a Gishmaka way sometimes we could give and almost forget the receiver and it's uncomfortable as best as we can to make sure the receiver receives it in a comfortable way on that note, Avram Avinu says, come eat by me. But it's interesting. He says, lechem, I will eat bread. He doesn't say you'll eat bread. He says, lechem, I'll take bread and you'll eat. Anybody, all of us have been guests. If the host is overly doting on you, it feels very uncomfortable. It's like, I'm not really, you're, you're eating, he's like working, running. The best, coolest way is to try to do the preparations, not in front of the guests, if we can. And when he comes, you're eating and he's eating. It looks like the food almost made itself. Now, Rama Vinu says to his guests, I'm going to eat and you'll, Echa, I'm going to eat and you'll eat with me. It's so comfortable. The Baal Bayes is eating also. Shmak, you come over. So I wanted to speak that in the Kuda, both the Achar Tavoyru and the Echa Paslechem in doing the kindness that you're thinking about the receiver. Reb, Reb, um, the Baba Sali was known, the Baba Sali was known for his Achnasas Archim. I know people who went to visit him. His Achnasas Archim was otherworldly. You came, you got a feast. 15-year-old guy, I know a youngster, went out to, to ask him for something. He served as a feast. He, they'd serve a, a whole suda would come out. He would join for a suda. I don't know if he'd eat, not eat. I heard from people who were there, like an ifa brain, but he was always like right down for a suda. But you felt like comfortable. You came and like a suda happened. But young people came. It wasn't just dignitaries and big people. You came. His Achnasas Archim was a Ben Avram. The Achnasas and people, I've heard from people who went to him. He was very, very old. And they came in. Young people wanted brachas. They traveled out to Nativot. And they went to Nativot for, to, 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 to get a brach. They asked him. He was, his name, Baba Tzali, was the, was the elder of Davening. Tzali means the Davening. He was known for his tefillahs. People went to ask. People I know, Abby. When they asked the daven, you got a feast. You came out of town, but a feast would come out. It was a whole soda, a whole spread would come out, and you came tremendous achnasasarichim. But specifically, he like joined you. I think family members would sit down, like they were always ready for like a, a shevabrachis broke out. You came for a daven, all the ganzes shevabrachis, but like they all sat down. You there's a certain way you could feed a guest where he feels doted on, but he feels a little bit like. Imposing, I don't know, it just feels like, oh, and then it's suddenly like, wow, I came just in time for the party, like a party happens, and the guy, that's what it feels like by Avram Avinu. I'm just waiting, Tina, so you came just, because Avram, like, punked hungry right now, he says, I'm gonna eat. That matzah that a suda breaks out, like you're joining the matzah, is such a sensitive way of taking care of a guest. Come join the matzah, and you're just in there. You're in there with the family. My wife and I talk about a certain people that hosted us. They were like this. That's my picture of etcha paslechem. 
you felt like swallowed up into the party. You didn't feel like you were the guest, like you were doted on, though you were being doted on, but you felt you just, somehow when you came, the party started. People describe going to Baba Tzali was like that. You came and then, punk, there was like this wild feast. Stuff started coming out from the kitchen. And stuff started coming. You made the feast. Somehow you came in the nick of time. That's the Echa Paslechem. So giving, but always with an eye. We're born for it, but an eye on the receiver and giving it in the way the receiver wants to receive it. Let's go to second Sadi You have been listening to a shear from Shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.